Another day, another gold room. Oh shit. Uh, hello? Hello, Mr. McGuire? Hey, uh, yeah, it's me, uh, sports agent, uh, Terry McGuire. Uh, Mr. McGuire, that's uh, it's so great to hear from you. We're so excited to uh, have Armani on the the Gold Room podcast. I've seen he's done a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff yeah, this week with a yeah, lot of podcasts. About that, about that, it's not happening. What? What do you mean? What do you mean it's not happening? We gotta have Armani on. We heard what you said on the last episode about. You and your handsome friend said that one ranked FBS season outweighs three FCS national championships. I, I mean, yeah, we did. We did say that that one New Orleans Bowl appearance. And expect the leader of those championships to partake in your show. I guess I understand, Mister. Terry McLier. Yeah. So I fully expect a refund because because we paid you. <laughs> so I need that in my bank account by tomorrow. Understood? I'm sorry. The Gold Room has a strict, strict no refunds for being on our show policy. Oh, yeah? Yes. Oh, yeah? The Virginia Attorney General will be hearing, you'll be hearing from them. The Virginia Attorney General. Goodbye. Well, folks, uh, welcome to this week's Gold Room episode. Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room. Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Fuck! Oh, what? I cannot believe he canceled. Yeah, I, uh... On your watch! On my watch, and you were in here for the whole phone call, and you just sat there silently. You well, because you're the guy, you're the you booking agent. Say anything. This is your That's part of the deal. Um, I do the... And it's over your comments, too. These were your comments. Oh. Hmm. You agreed though. You didn't say no. Wait, I, you. I think you even said an emphatic yes. I said that they were gonna cook you, but I agreed with you. But I didn't bring that energy on the show. I guess it is my fault, huh? I can do my Armani impression, and we can just pretend he's here. Okay, do it. All right, ask ask a question, Armani. Um, what was it like being the quarterback for those national championship teams? Um, it was pretty fun. I don't know what I expected. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're now in You're in the gold room. Damn. That was Chris one today. That was good. And if you guys couldn't tell, we're in a good mood. Let's go and crack these things, boy. Let's go ahead. 
Oh my goodness gracious. The dual wield. I've got a fresco. What are you sipping on? I'm sipping on a sweet Sierra Nevada celebration IPA. Because what, are we, what are we celebrating? It's been a great week to be a mountaineer. It's great to be a mountaineer. Why has it been so great? Parker, uh, Cone Enforcer. We're firing on all cylinders. Will, Cone Boy. <laughs> Peter Pan, as others have called me. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, just, just, uh, between the, the win at JMU, which mm. we, we predicted on this episode, yeah. uh, not this episode, but last episode, not all the episodes, uh, every episode we've every ever episode. had, we slipped in <laughs> November of 2023, yeah. we will beat JMU. After that Monroe win. Oh yeah. We called it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it feels great. And then basketball mm. having, uh, you know, Go, even going back to the OT game at Oregon State, it felt like they were starting to get it. And then this weekend, kind of having a dominant 2-0 in the, yeah. the Fort Myers Classic tip-off, whatever I the, tournament. I think the Palm Division, whatever the B yeah, team is. Yeah, that's that. Or the B tier, I don't know. It, it's very confusing. <laughs> but vibes like this don't come often where it's just, it seems like every team at your school is just winning. Yes. Right. It's just hi. We have a special guest. We have a, a dog. We we have Gold Room. Gold Room dog is with us today. Yes, she's very cute. She cone just, dog. Cone, cone dog. She was just inspecting the uh, the studio here. Um, it, in the intro, if you heard a whimpering dog, it was <laughs> no. not out of uh, pain. That was out of heartbreak because I was she. Really, well, I well I she really wanted to meet Armani. I right. I was gonna say I was in the hallway, but I wasn't because I was here. Terry McGuire. Terry McGuire was was in the hallway. No, and he she, was on the phone. Oh right, he was somewhere else. <laughs> Foolish me. He was probably closing deals in Shanghai and Dubai and yeah, right. Amsterdam. I mean, he, only, he only represents all these places. The best. Terry. Yeah. I mean, Terry's just. He's a busy guy. Yeah, it was like four a.m. when he called for him. Oh my god. Cone dog's about to jump. No, stay, stay. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> cone dog. No. <laughs> when you say cone dog, it sounds like you're calling her corn dog. Corn dog. <laughs> Jamie football. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about the Jamie football one. I want. I don't. I think I said this to you. I know I said it to my wife. My wife. I know I told multiple people all week I was saying we are going to win. Do you remember me telling you this? Yes. It was purely when I we say this a lot, purely off vibes. Knowing we were going to win was purely off vibes. Yep. There were too many storylines and JMU was showing the whole ass. Yes. There was no way we were losing. No. We got no college chance. game day. They're doing whatever they just have extra money to spend in court, right? Pursuing this lawsuit that was never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. No. Undefeated. 18th in AP poll. Uh, statistically, one of the strongest teams in the G5, arguably the country, certainly the Sun Belt. I just felt like it ain't, it's not their day. Right. It's not happening. Right. It, it felt like the perfect storm for an App State win. It we really said, we did. Said that. It was like everything to distract a team was there. Yeah. All the media, all the mm -hmm. eyes, all the speculation, all the talk around being bowl eligible, whatever. Yeah. Like that's all. That's where we we're our best. 
I yeah. wish Coastal would start tweeting stuff like that. Yeah, I wish Coastal sued the NCAA. <laughs> no, I don't wish Coastal would sue the NCAA. I wish they'd talk about suing the NCAA and then lose and then just not. Let's talk about that. Let's not even talk about the game yet. No. We may not even get to the game uh, honestly, because there's just too much stuff to make fun of. There, there is. There's a lot. The fact that if y'all haven't been keeping up, right, they said the Virginia, Virginia Attorney General was involved. The, We're gonna, the Attorney General in, in Virginia is a James Madison alum. We're going to sue the NCAA. This gonna is find out preposterous. Yeah. We're taking this to the Supreme Court, all this stuff. They lose. And then JMU did something I've never, ever seen before. And this has got to be like in PR 101. Like your freshman seminar course. This is now an example of bad PR. They put out a statement saying, after the loss to Appalachia State University, we are no longer pursuing the lawsuit. Which, why would you admit that? And, and that's the, that, the, the only problem I have with their statement is they shouldn't have mentioned that after the loss, this is the reason. Yeah, that's They insane. should have just said like, Upon talking to an attorney with an IQ over 14... <laughs> a Gonzo app. Upon talking to Gonzo app, <laughs> we realize that there's no case at all here. Yeah. And we're abandoning it. Yeah. The fact that they... they In that statement... First, it was a short statement, and then they like added a paragraph. In that statement, they swiftly dispelled the notion. I feel like Marco Rubio. Remember, he was like, let's dispel with this notion. Obama doesn't know what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Listen, boys, I, I have some political moments ingrained in my mind. I apologize. <laughs> that is such an obscure And Chris Christie said, look, there he goes. Third time, there he goes. This was before we're going to call you Donald Duck. We're going to call you Donald Duck. That dispelled the notion that any of this effort was for the good of the students. They work so hard. They've earned it. They're undefeated. They deserve this. Right. As soon as they take a loss, which... I guess kind of knocks him out of New Year's Six contention. Right. You got Tulane playing really well. Right. I, I mean, I, shit, Toledo is 10-1. and one, They're ranked now. Right. I'd probably put... And eight people, at least. Because <clears throat> James Madison's strength schedule, I don't think, is unbelievable, especially compared to no, the program. No, no. It's um, weak. I think with the one loss, yeah, I would put Tulane or Toledo ahead of them at this point. Yep. Um, and so that... Especially because they, they started so hot, and it... They've played a lot of close games down this stretch here. They beat a garbage Virginia team by one at right. home, right? Right. That And that's probably their, I mean, that's their ACC win, right? Probably not their biggest win, I guess, in terms of, like, actual competitiveness. But right. if your biggest claim to fame is that you beat, what, like a 2-8, and 3-7 and seven Virginia team, that's very weak. Uh, but it, it was just crazy that they just, they said, they said the quiet part out loud. They said, we can no longer make this bowl, which means we can no longer make millions of dollars. So now we're not going to spend all this money pretending we can make millions of dollars. Right. The, uh, that is the PR part that is abominable. It's insane that they did that. That no one at any point of the filtration process for statements said, hold up now. This ain't too good. Right. Let's say, sometimes you say less. You just say unforeseen circumstances. Well, and I think too, you got you got. Th- I think a big part in the state of Virginia why they were, you know, even thinking about lawsuit or legal action, trading it in year six, is if them and Liberty had both finished undefeated. Shoot, Liberty. Yeah, that's a good point. Liberty's Liberty is now Liberty's ranked twenty five. The, the they're CFP. in the CFP. Yeah, they'd um, be above JMU. 
So, and and I think that's that I feel like was the bigger thing probably internally for them. True. Is yeah, good point. We don't want to be left behind for that weird, you know. I'm trying to think of a good word to describe uh, liberty here. Um, that weird, oh, um, hey, yeah, a lot of words. <laughs> online school um, that does weird stuff on their physical campus site. Um, we don't, we don't want to be left out of the New York Six and have Jamie Chadwell in them before he goes to Starkville. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it just it, it's in the wording that they they did it wrong. And it and it is a self inflicted wound because they flirted with the idea of a lawsuit for oh my god. But it's probably seven or eight weeks in a row that we heard the idea of oh Jamie is going to consider legal action. I mean even going back to last year when they were filing petitions last yeah, year to make yeah. the bowl game. And even still, the scenarios are more likely than not going to work in their favor, and they'll make a bowl game. It's like they need. There's like 23 games that affect bowl eligibility this weekend, and JMU just needs to. Affect like 11 of those teams to stay at five wins right out of 23 like that more likely than not they'll be fine yeah i mean they may end up playing in the i don't know famous Mon- toastery the charlotte Montana bowl? bowl or something no they don't deserve that i don't know i i i wouldn't mind oh if they did we could pull up in our app gear we could okay i'm there if App's not playing in it, I want JMU in it. No, and that's my—that's the bowl. <laughs> if I could, I want App State bowl, in that damn. I bowl. would love App State in the famous Toastry Bowl. Charlotte would actually have to bring in those like wooden expansion bleachers again, like they did for our game in 2018. Right. Uh, I think it's just a win-win for everybody involved if App plays that game. Because as an App fan sitting at home, there is no way you would rather play in the Camellia Bowl. Yeah than that like it, it, um, unless it's the conference we like win conference and we go to new orleans bowl but even then is that still the champion bowl i think that's still the champion bo- tie-in okay. but even whatever still, the champion tie-in and obviously i prefer that but even still post bowl is second. i i, I would <laughs> i would love just like a you know win the sunbelt title and then just say we don't want to go to new orleans we want to go to charlotte yeah but nah we've let's, been in new orleans play, let's play a home game right let's play a home <laughs> bowl game yeah you know go blow out ohio or niu yeah I would love to play Toledo again. Remember last time we played them? They I were bitching love, about we deserve a better opponent. Love, and we won 34-0. I love everything about Toledo. I think they got a cool brand. They have great brand. They always lose to us. Their coach is cool. Jason Candle's a, a nice coach Shout to out watch. Candle. Uh, I think he'll probably get a P5 job this offseason. But like their stadium, how they have like the rocket aimed. To, <laughs> it's like aim at Bowling Green's fifty, right? Yes, if, outside of the <laughs> the I think it's the glass bowl they called it at Toledo. There is like an actual like missile <laughs> that is aimed, and if it was fired, theoretically, it would land exactly at the, the <laughs> fifty yard line at Bowling Green. That is rivalry right there. Yeah, that is rivalry. If That's you, like if we had like a cannon permanently pointed at Georgia, like pointed to Eagle Creek. <laughs> if we had like a nuclear missile silo, like in the COD format. Very mountaineer. <laughs> yes. We do. What, what's the mountaintop removal, which is very popular in Watauga yeah, County. Yeah. We remove a mountaintop, install a nuclear silo, and then if someone like happened to accidentally throw like a Fallout 4 EMP grenade into the silo the nuke would launch niche reference niche reference i mean it's a popular game you've gotten a fallout 4 reference and a marco rubio and a call of duty 4 reference and a cod 4 i'll get some more in don't worry hey we celebrating today world hey we all won 
Someone else I want to make fun of uh, about JMU. There's a lot. We may not get all, to all of it unless you want to drop it. Their mascot's goofy looking? I, no, I think it's cute. I think it's charming. It looks like a, like a kid it's in like charming. pajamas. Compared to like the red, there's some abominable mat. We should probably do it a whole We've episode. We said abominable twice. <laughs> yeah. We should do a full episode going through our Ranking. thoughts and opinions of the Sunbelt mascots because there's some there's some weirdos. Yeah. Like the Cajun pepper thing that they've got down there. I think that's at least like kind of funny. The Arkansas State. Well, yeah. Like the furries. Yeah, that one's bad. Troubling. Uh, South Alabama's isn't great. Obviously Chauncey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there, there's a good conversation to be had here. We're going to start a dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to make fun of was shame on JMU for building half of a stadium. Pat McAfee, college game day, yeah. for turning that show that is just highlighting that specific school, stories around the, con- the around the country, especially for smaller schools, giving them a platform to show who they are, and turning that into this anti-NCAA, uh, yeah. like a roast. Right. It's it's all, It was just like immature. It, and like on the- It seemed like a, a waste of time and energy. It's a waste of a game day. Right, like I know that special thing that like right. yeah they had it before in 2017 when they were still FCS, but that's a very special honor for a G5 school because they don't normally go to more than one or two a year. Yeah, so to to turn the entire segment on College Game Day, yeah, they made a mockery into, of it. Uh, into just a whiny epithet, you know. Yeah. It was and like, then, to, then to lose. Yeah. Then you went on and lose. And you look even... You, you got egg on your face now. You're saying, I deserve to be in the New Year Six. We should be yeah. allowed. And then you lose. I, I understand that that's the temperature of the crowd. That we're all focused on the NCAA. We hit the NCAA, whatever. But like you got ESPN, all the hosts, they got to be more professional than to take the bait right. and it, to go along with that. It felt like it was something that should have been discussed once and then very quickly moved on right. from and not have been just what the entire... Right, like a one-time, kind of a, all the hosts roundtable, a one-time six, seven-minute segment, talk about JMU, NCA, whether the rules are good, the eligibility, blah, blah, blah. The, go to commercial. Explain the new rule on. changes. Exactly. About how now, if you want to be immediately eligible, you can pay $5 million to do right. so, which JMU's never going to do. Yeah. And also, JMU's head coach, I don't know. I don't think he did it on College Game Day. He did it on Pat McAfee's show. He goes up there, and he gets a mic, and he turns around to the crowd, and he says, do we like the NCAA? And, of course, the whole crowd goes, fuck no. Like, I, I feel confident that if App State was in that same position, we're undefeated, right? Technically, we're ineligible, but we're undefeated. We're trying to do our best there, to make it. There's no in. chance in Sean hell. Clark would never, he would never do it personally, and the school would not allow him Think to about do that. back to when we were transitioning. Scott Satterfield would never yeah. have done that, ever. Never would even consider it if someone was like, hey, what if you got on the mic and said, fuck the NCAA? Yeah. Honestly, it's JMU's fault. They should have waited to be good. I'm going to just say it. Right. This is a self-inflicted wound. They should have chilled. They should have red-shirted their best players. Right. Right? And then come next year, go all out. Isn't Sam Houston State doing that? Don't they have some, yes. like, Sam, seniors that's what, Sam, that's what Sam Houston State did. Right. Is they, they're going to be bad right. this, this year. They will get better next year and then be fine after that. Yeah. So if JMU is going to bitch and moan and – threaten legal action and make a mockery of college game day 
you guys, this was the strategy y'all chose. Y'all chose to be competitive off rip, knowing there is nothing at the end of the tunnel every season. Right. For at least two seasons. Right. You chose that path. Sam Houston State is on the same path, and they chose let's chill until we're eligible. So now, this is a course you chose. You can't now say, we did it. The, we knew these rules, but we don't want them to apply. Well, I, I look, at, uh, look at Jacksonville State. Yeah. Jacksonville State. We haven't heard a peep from them. Haven't heard a peep from them. They're, they're a 9 or 10 win team. Yes. Yeah, I think 8 for sure. Maybe more. Yeah. They're not anywhere. They've, they've filed the waivers just like JMU has, but that's right. all they've done. You haven't heard this boo-hoo. There's no press conference. Me, they like, don't have Ron DeSantis appearing at their home games. <laughs> See, another reference. There you go. There's another reference. Uh, <laughs> they, they haven't been showing their ass. No. I mean, they've just been following the book. Jacksonville State's 8-3 and three right now. Yeah. They've been following the book, doing what they're supposed to do. The avenue's available to them. And, they're bl- and that's it. And 8-3, and, and, and one of that, it's 10-point loss versus South Carolina, which is unbelievable to do in your first FBS year to take a Power 5. On the road, 10-point game, that's unbelievable place. I want to say that was there was a pick six late in the fourth that sealed it. Like I'm pretty sure that was close, close for a all long the time. But then like you you blow out FIU 41 to 16. They've been in FBS for a long time. La Tech been in FBS forever. Yeah. Blow them out 56 to 17. Like they're beating teams that have been there. They're not crying. They're, yeah. Sure, like sucks, whatever. They're still probably going to get a bowl game due to lack of overall eligible right. teams, but like it's just about the way you handled it, and it's left a bad taste. I feel like in most conference mates' mouths about this situation, most of the rest of Sunbelt is like, "What are we talking about here?" Is Harrisonburg north of Richmond? Yes, it is. I think so. Can Let we look, look that up real quick? Because the result of this Google search is going to decides what I say next. It's going to be our next reference or not? Yes, I may or may not reference. Uh, a certain we know we know we know where you're a going. certain redhead. We, we all know you're going. Uh oh yeah, Harrisonburg's much 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 further north. Working overtime hours, bullshit pay. <laughs> Richmond, north of Richmond, <laughs> dude. He was true. Anthony Oliver, Tony. What's his name? Anthony Oliver. Anthony. Harris. Is there a Harris in there? <laughs> I, I think it's Anthony Oliver. Anyways, motherfucker's all sweaty in the woods with the dogs. He was on to something, it's man. It's Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. <laughs> well, he all sweaty and everything, man. Uh, well, oh, this is crazy. I'm looking at his Wikipedia now. He has a Wikipedia. Yeah, he has a Wikipedia. Uh, Richmond. It's not a, Oliver Anthony is what he performs under. It's not his actual name. His name is Christopher Anthony Lunsford. Oh, man. The song was about him. He wrote a song about himself. What? His song. It's just so true and it speaks. A singer of the country folk genre, Lunsford adopted his grandfather's name, Oliver ah. Anthony, as his stage name in homage to the Depression era in which he lived. Got it. Okay, that's, a, that's at least a little that's better. Valid. That's valid. That's a little better. He is speaking to the worn down and rugged what if we used, fan. What if we used our grandfather's names as stage names? Chuck. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Anyways, JMU is what he's singing about. This pompous ass, preppy ass, 
purple ass school thinking the rules don't apply to them getting the the levers of government involved to try to skew something to their their favor and it all comes crumbling down january 6th today is 7076 their students look pretty lit though so, oh yeah, no yeah. great student section. Yeah, their student section yeah. was awesome. Going yeah. into overtime, like that place looked like it was about to fall apart. Oh yeah, like, those kids were moving. Even though the ESPN broadcast was fucking ass, and you couldn't hear Horrendous. anything God except awful. the lame ass commentators. Right. Let me just tell y'all two of the worst things. This commentator, I remember this game very clearly. You know, some games you just remember everything because you're so focused. Yes. I was locked in from the first play. Tragically, I should have had the shit on mute, dude. Two terrible things these commentators said. First, uh, they show some type of uh, little segment about the battle for the sun. I don't know, whatever it was. And then the guy says something like, uh, uh, once the dust settles, we'll know the result. Then he goes into, well, guess it's not dust. It is artificial turf. You know, when you jump on the turf and that, that stuff jumps up, you know, I call it, you know, the Nike swoosh. I call it the Nike splash. And the color commentator, I don't think I heard a giggle. <laughs> Dude, I just think they just, just, just moved on. I think it was like a first and ten. <laughs> Snap is up. McLeod in the backfield. Second worst thing. This is probably we're talking about PR 101. Now we're gonna be talking about radio 101, TV broadcast 101, broadcast 101, shit, speaking 101. This dude, JMU's got the ball, snaps to the quarterback, quarterback rolls to his left. The play-by-play goes, he rolls to his left. Quarterback stops and starts coming back towards the right. Play-by-play says, he starts coming this way. (laughs) (laughs) And and when he said that, all I saw was that Nike splash jumping up (laughs) under the cleats, man. Coming this way. (laughs) Yeah. Man, when he said that, I I I was like, there's no way. Like, who are these people? What do you think it would take? For someone to put us in the booth. Oh man, uh, it wouldn't happen. There's no, there's no route for that to happen. Not even for like, unless we go the barstool route and we like buy a game, right? And then we just like, uh, like promote gambling to children the whole time. What it, what do you think it would take if we got involved with App State sponsorship? We said like, tell us the dollar amount that we would have to do. They wouldn't. They would never to ex- commentate. Just give us a game. I don't care what sport it is. Oh, give us a God. game. Give us field hockey. Except or... track. I can't do it. No, no because they don't cross film country. That. They, don't happen. Film. they don't film that. Give me. Give me. Give me field. Give me hockey. club hockey. Yeah, women's soccer. We may actually be able to just hit up club ho- club hockey, hockey team. team and do that. Yeah. Actually, hey, hold on, club hockey team. If you're listening, yo, uh, what's up? Reach me at the Gold Room Pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's like not a half bad idea. But no, the school will never, ever, no, ever I, let that happen. Yeah, they won't accept it. Remember when you and you I tried to do yeah, a yeah, to buy a sponsorship at the Grizzlies and put yeah. our faces on it? Yeah, we did. We yeah, did we just this is that. when the High Country Grizzlies were playing. Well, well before Cone Boy or the Gold Room. Or yeah, thing. and uh, we they have like they have these sponsorship banners around the arena. And, like, anytime uh, someone ran by, the wind would blow it down. So then, like, they'd have to stop play and put it back up with Velcro. It was a great part of the uh, the arena football experience. Parker and I were like, this shit can't be that expensive. Like, let's see how much this would be, and let's just put our faces on it. They were charging, like, goddamn, thousand bucks minimum. 
Which, if you're an arena football team, you got to take the cash where you can. And get. I think they shut think down the next year. Yeah, they did shut down the next year. Cause so I think, what? I think me and you said we were willing to pay up to like five hundred dollars. Yeah, we no, we said five hundred. Yeah, uh, that was upsetting. That's when I knew that I wasn't made out for this business. I wasn't as far along as I thought. Excuse me, that I can't buy a sponsorship at the High Country Grizzlies. You know how expensive it gets at like. Col- like actually like if you paid to like do college sports probably hundreds i think like video board <laughs> signage for like a g5 school typically is like if you want like like to be in that rotation of like ad fixtures whatever it's like 50 grand we'll have that in a couple couple months oh yeah that's like that's like three days of gold room revenue shit you don't even know anything else we need to say about jmu anything else we want to make fun of um i think their coach made an ass of himself shame on him yeah do you think he's gone, Signetti? Um, I think I'm 50-50 on it right now based on kind of like coaching projections, what year, whatever. I don't put much stock in the rumor that if Jamie Chadwell left Liberty, that yeah. Signetti would go there. I do not think he would. No, I don't think so. I don't think he does. I think um, he seems like a guy, and I recall maybe hearing this somewhere about when he originally took the JMU position. Um, he seems like a guy who, unlike, uh, who's the Kansas coach? Le- Leopold? Yeah, Lance Leopold. He like pay- pretty much intentionally goes to terrible programs and builds them up. Like He rebuilt a program in the D- in D3. Yeah. I think he was at Buffalo, and then he went to Kansas. Right? I think yeah. that's kind of his that's, thing. That's, that's Lance's, yeah. Um, JMU, Signetti's thing, he wants to go to a traditionally successful school. Yeah. Right. And he wants to basically inherit and not inherit, not like demeaning it. He wants a school that has uh traditional support from the university, from the fan base, a tradition of winning. He wants that high standard and he wants to continue it. Right. So that would rule out a lot of schools. Right. I think the only one that really comes to mind that fits that might be Michigan State. Yeah. Could you <clears throat> say Texas A and M? Do they have a tradition of winning? Yeah, I don't think Texas A&M would consider Signetti. I think he's yeah. he's not flashy enough. He's north of So what I think that fan... I mean, because that fan base originally wanted Dan Campbell before Dan Campbell had to publicly say... The head yeah. coach of the Detroit yeah, yeah, Lions, yeah. who are 8-2, and two, had to say, yeah. you know, I'm no, I'm not going to go to freaking Texas A&M. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think Michigan State's probably a good, good option... Uh, obviously there's the connection between Jamie Chadwell and Mississippi state. And I don't think Mississippi state kind of fits that traditional. No, I don't think so. They've had flashes, but not anything sustained. Now what about there's buzz around, um, is it chip Kelly at a UCLA? Yeah. Chip Kelly's at UCLA. There's, there's murmurs of him getting the boot that he's basically been 500 his whole tenure. And they're making that big 10 transition that, start fresh i don't know i think does ucla count as that type of program i don't think ucla counts as that type of program because they were around 500 i feel like every year yeah except for like the last um and i think the win against usc might save chip kelly they beat usc certainly helps yeah and as much as usc's season's falling apart you know they're four or five lost team now um i still think that keeps them ahead yeah i think with that said I think that likelihood of of him coming back to JMU next year is high because he's probably intentionally picky. 
Right. I feel like unlike well, Drinkwitz, and, and, and I'm over Drinkwitz. I'm not saying this to be mean or anything. Drinkwitz got a bag and he left. Right. Right. I don't feel like Signetti would do that. Well, Signetti's thing that's also kind of makes him a, a weird candidate for a lot of places is he's old. He's 61. True. Um, and the kind of trend these days is, you know, coaches are younger and younger. They're fiery. They're recruiters. You yep. know. So a 61-year-old head coach taking over a new job, it probably would need to be someone who's established. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. There's a lot of season left to play out. There's a lot of jobs sure. that can free up and open. I mean, this time last year, no one would have thought that Mario Cristobal, or two years ago, whatever, that Mario Cristobal would have left Oregon for the University of Miami, and here we are. Right. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how the season ends out. I, I'd say I'm 50-50 on Signetti staying. Yeah. I wonder Either if, way, he's going to get a bag this offseason, whether Jamie you give yeah. it to him or not. I wonder if the way he's kind of carried himself through all this bullshit would kind of maybe be a stain on his resume. I can see it going either way. Some people would love that he was... He's going to fight for your program. Yeah. He's going to fight for the guys in the locker room. On the other end, it's... Well, we, we end up is knowing, this guy a nightmare to handle for an athletic Do you think... So we know the school and the AG, the attorney general, they were just... It's just money. New Year's Six money. Yeah. Do you think Signetti was also on that same train? Or was did he, like, actually, like, my players deserve I think this? he probably was in the my players deserve this category. Yeah. And that was fueled by the, you know, athletic department and others probably you know, adding fuel to that fire. Oh, he burped. He did burp. It was a silent burp. Yeah, don't blow that shit. Hold up, no. Hey, yo, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm drinking a wonderful beer. This Brother. Happens. Holy shit. No, I don't blow. Oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, Gold Room Dog's sleeping through this whole thing. Hell, yeah. She is, she is fast asleep. She ain't even having her All right, so out. football. We got deeper than hate this Saturday, right? The scenarios for us to win the East. I'm going to take my sweater off my nose. Clear. Uh, yeah. If we, if all we got to do is take care of business, beat Southern, and then we need JMU to beat Coastal, which I feel like is a, I would bet the house on JMU being Coastal. I think they are. I don't know. Do you like your house? <sighs> Time to admit, I don't have a house. <laughs> so that's why I would bet it. <laughs> I'd bet five dollars that JMU would beat Coastal because I think this is just. I don't see them going the route of like. Oh, what do we have to play for? They already didn't have anything to play for, right? This is just purely for street cred, swagger, overall record, accomplishment. I think they're going to smoke Coastal. I think they're going yeah. to go into Conway and, and, and run them out of the house. I, I think I, I'm like 85% they'll blow out Coastal. Then I'm a 15% I'm saving that for JMU has given up. Given up for what, though? They, there's no way they genuinely believe they were getting a New Year's Six Bowl. Or Sun Belt Championship. I, I don't know. That fan base is acting like they were. Do you think the players really believed that? I don't know. I mean, Signetti's keeping it to this week where he's telling the players that they're still playing to potentially be in the Sun Belt Conference Championship. Oh, God, you're right. Which, well, if, in that case, that helps. If that happened, if if the Sun Belt said, all right, you know what? The NCAA said they're ineligible, but we're going to let them play Troy in the title game. They wouldn't do that. When has Keith Gill ever ruffled a single feather? He'd ruffle a lot with this one. Yeah. He, why would he do his first ruffling with, like, a mammoth situ, a mammoth ruffling? Why wouldn't he start with, like, a, a pigeon ruffling? Well, because... Implying un- mammoths have unlike, feathers. Unlike a lot of fans that have forgotten... For, forgotten. They have fur. They don't they have, have feathers. Um, a lot of people have forgotten Keith Gill and the ire we showed towards him. Yeah. Prior to last year, I don't know why he 
he got credit for adding a bunch of teams that didn't want to be in the conference they were in, like whoop de doo But whoa, I don't know. I feel like this would be something where Keith is thinking about it, and he shouldn't be. No, no, I, I don't think be. so. I don't see. I don't think it would even. We're like right now, like in terms of overall. I mean, you can just look at bowl eligibility. The Sun Belt is the best G five in the country, right? And especially with the Pac twelve going away. You could say we're like the all fifth right, best. All right, all right. Bowl eligibility. I, I do want to talk about uh, if you're saying the metric for conference success is bowl That's eligibility one of only. That's one of them. Sure, but like four of the Sun Belt schools that are bowl eligible are six and five. Let's not act like they're world beaters. I would in a round robin tournament. I'm taking Sun Belt over American this year. <sighs> Let me think about the American for a second. Because you got a yeah, strong top, SMU. But damn, you got a bottom. I would take the Americans top. My ideal woman. I would take the Americans <laughs> top over us. I would take their top end over our top end. <laughs> you hear what I said? Yes, I did hear what you said. I was trying not to acknowledge it. I would take the Americans top end over our top end this year, though. Oh, man, I'm funny. Yeah, I would take the Americans top end. I would take Tulane yeah. and SMU over JMU and... Troy. Yo, what if we had a mid-off? We had Tulsa versus Monroe. What's the Mountain West doing? What are they up to? How, how's the Mountain West Conference doing? Let me look at I don't know. Anyways, since the Pac-12 don't exist, I mean, I guess, yeah, it really doesn't exist Pac-2. anymore. We're, I would say the Sun Belt is the fifth best uh, football conference in America. I guess there's really only nine conferences left I now. don't know, because looking at the Mountain West, you have 9-2 and two UNLV, 8-3 and three Air Force, 6-5 and five Boise, 6-5 and five San Jose State, 7-4 and four Wyoming, 8-3 and three Fresno State. Oh, we'd beat Wyoming. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> In a hypothetical, we beat them. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I think all those. Week 11 App State football would beat Wyoming. I believe oh, that. absolutely. Wholeheartedly. Absolutely. And uh, actually, let's, let's talk about that for a second. I think the, the, the last three weeks of App State football. Since the Southern Miss game. We are a top five G5 team. I'd agree with you. Easy. Easy. We, are, we look like a totally different roster. I don't know what Sean. Uh, it's the, he got uh, the pickaxe, it's bro. The fucking pickaxe. It's the pickaxe. I don't, even know, I, don't, I don't even know why I'm saying I don't know why. Come it's on, the pickaxe. You know. And I hope that that, that d- belongs in the trophy case inside. It does. If we win like a Sunbelt championship, if we win a Sunbelt title, game, that pickaxe is going to the trophy case in the Pre pickaxe, we were looking at the schedule going, where do we pick up a sixth win? Right. And now we're looking at, can I, we make a Sunbelt championship? Right. That That's crazy. That yeah. We're sitting here with seven wins, hopefully eight after Saturday. And the potential to go play Troy down in Alabama to, yeah. to win a title. I mean, who thought we'd be here three weeks ago? Not me. Yeah. And I, I do wonder how that pickaxe got so rustic already. Have you seen? Yeah, I mean. It he was holding like, it after the JMU game. If he just bought it at Lowe's, they must have, like, just sent dudes out and said, hey, just fucking pick the fields. Like, yeah. just hit some dirt. Hit some dirt. Leave hit it, some leave stone. It, leave it in a pond when you're done. Yeah. Drive over it. Put it under your flowers and dig it up. Just do some shit. Because uh, that is not... You cannot return that. That is not a Lowe's I mean, ready I would, pickaxe. How funny would it be if... <laughs> he tried, if he tried. we lost, he was like, oh, send that shit back. I got the receipt right here. <laughs> it's just defective. Didn't work. 
Didn't end up with eight wins, only got Dude, seven. All it took was that gambling meme to get our, our team to a potential Sunbelt championship. Right. That's all. It just took right. a 2016 Facebook image. You know what I'm saying now that I'm sitting here adjusting my, my beanie, my App State branded beanie? The turnaround happened after I purchased this beanie. I bought this beanie. I the- thought you were going to say Flying Yosef. I was about to go off on you. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Why would I think that? That doesn't matter. Yeah, talk to me about something that's real. I do uh, want to say. I bought this hat the morning of the Marshall game. Well, that must be it. And I've worn it. Since then, he hasn't every- showered. Yeah. He no, actually showers with the beanie on, like Charles Barkley showering with his uniform on to wash yes, it. I'm putting shampoo <laughs> conditioner. In the oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to give a shout out to my niece. Shout out Riley. She, all she knows is an undefeated App State. Oh, since being born, Riley has not seen App Georgia State. Georgia State was her first game. Yep. All she knows is winning. See, there's been some good, honestly, there have been good omens around the gold room. Mm hmm. Which has led to success for our, our Golden Warriors. Shit. Man, they're they're leaving it all out there on the Golden Gridiron, huh? Let's talk basketball. <laughs> basketball is looking real good. We go down to Fort Myers for the, the D-tier Fort Myers tip-off. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I don't even know what to call it. Like We play Wilmington and Murray State. Both traditionally good basketball programs. Yep. Wilmington had a great year last I year. I think Wilmington was predicted to finish second in their conference. Yeah, I think right? behind because uh, they're they're in the CAA, which is the same conference. Charleston. As Charleston. Yeah, yeah. Which is what happened last year. They finished right behind. It came down to the game between Wilmington and Charleston for who won that. Right, conference. right, right. Um, and we did something I've actually never seen App State basketball do under Kearns maybe ever there were some uh, ran- certainly never Jim Fox no 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 there were some random Jim Fox games where we would win by 40 yeah we're totally playing, out of we're place playing Regent no when we played Louisiana You're the Comboy right. game the Comboy game that's why he day. was that's why Bobby Barnlow was so mad I forgot we about that smoking them. them no business doing that but Grin- we did Grindle was grindling them <laughs> <laughs> but we play Wilmington and we beat them by 30. Yes. I think it was 82... 86-56. 86-56. We... I think, like, the last 16 minutes, we outscored them, like, like 30 to 4. It was, like, an insane uh, score differential. I've never seen us just beat a team. You know what I'm saying? Just... Start just, beating a team and continue beating a team and beat a team. Right. It was, it didn't have the usual hallmarks of an App State game. An eight-minute drought. Right. There was no major scoring drought. There no. was no, like... We just kept banging and banging and banging. Dudes banging you and banging you and banging you. <laughs> I just never... And Chuck, plus... Chuck, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Chuck. Come on, Chuck. <laughs> we went down in the first half, which is, like, you know, tradition. The same way as... The opponent will sc- will score on the opening kickoff for football as right, is tradition. Right. Basketball, we will be down eight points at the first half as is tradition. Right. We did that right towards the end of the first half. We came back a little bit. Second half, we just we just took the lead and it just the went. Sec- the second half, fifty three points to UNCW's twenty two. Oh my god! Like that's uh, that's dominant. Yeah. And then towards the end of the game, we got to give a shout out. Spillers is now in the starting lineup, which right? uh, that's like a that's a gutsy move by Kearns to yeah. move uh, CJ Huntley to the bench, who, who we've talked about extensively on this show this yeah. season. Um, 
moves into the bench for Sp- uh, Spillers, and Spillers has, you know, deserved earned that starting spot in these two games. For sure. The end of the Wilmington game just turned into the Spillers show. I think in it, he ended with 15, but I feel like 14 and a half of them were scored in like two minutes. Right. It was just all Spillers. Shout out Miles Tate. He started showing yeah. up. And that that's something that we needed is to Those new have. Guys. We talked about it after the Oregon State game. Yeah. It felt like we were watching the same, which is kind of weird. It feels like everything we talked about in that Oregon State episode got addressed before they got to Fort Myers. It do, This doesn't feel like last year's mm-hmm. App State team anymore. Do you it think feels, Dustin listened to the Cold Room? I, Coach Kearns, if you're listening. Um, Next time you're on the court, do a somersault, and we'll know that you're listening. Or we'll just see you on December 3rd, and we're very excited about it. I love Coach Kearns. <laughs> anything else you want to say about wilmington uh their branding sucks I, yeah it's i think you use a facelift yeah it, it, like all the other schools in the unc school system they face the problem of having that unc name mm-hmm. um the same problems that that uncg has unc Asheville. it it's it's tough to be uncw Man, tough to be a bug. Oh man, Cone Dog decided that. that. No, she's <laughs> oh she's, she's dreaming. She's dreaming. She's having a dream. Oh my god, she's, she's sitting where she needs to be. Right her under, little leg is right underneath me. Oh my goodness. So Murray State, her feet are resting on my Bahamas Bowl slide right now. Damn, that's love. She loves. The she's Bahamas cozy. Bowl. She's comfortable. She loves the Bahamas Bowl. <laughs> The famous toastery bowl. I need some famous toastery bowl flip-flops. I need some slides. I'll see if we have ice slides coming back for the toastery bowl. I don't don't know if they're going to have a logo on them or not. So we play Murray State today. A much more respectable, valiant opponent. Yeah. I believe the final score was maybe 10 points, 8 points. Uh, 67, 57, 10 points. Certainly closer to the 30 points. And that's where this game uh, two years ago would have been much more exciting because – Back when Matt McMahon was their coach, who's mm. now the head coach at LSU, yeah. is an App State basketball alum, graduated mm-hmm. in 2000. Um, great guy, loves App State to death still. Um, what does uh, Coach Kearns always tweet when alumni come visit? Huge pride in App State. Yeah, huge, <laughs> huge, huge pride in App State. <laughs> Every single alum, Every huge alum. pride. There's no scale. It's just huge. Yeah, I just, I wish... They, he had such a huge pride in App State that we got a game against <laughs> LSU at the home center. Yeah. Yeah, where's that pride at? Huh? I did ask him that this summer. He yeah. said, I don't know about that. <laughs> he said, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but another very respectable mid-major team. Yeah. They're, o- yeah, they're OVC, I think, Ohio Valley Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, perennial champions of that league. Obviously, John Moran and everything, but... Another, you know, another game where the Mountaineers just played well. Yep. Just a good game. And as fun as the Wilmington blowout was, it's always good to see your team blow out, especially an in-state opponent. Right. Like in-state opponent that you know is good. Yeah. Always good to see that dub. This felt like a better win because we were tested more. Like, this is a game where typically, in terms of the score, what are you talking about? No. I, I noticed something. Like, me I've got the box score pulled up. And oh, I, I'm not giving you a face. I'm giving a face to something else. But finish yeah. your thought before I thought. thought. Uh, it's good to see that these were games where there's opportunities for us to kind of bend and break, right? Where they get back within one score, 
uh, maybe past iterations of App State basketball, we would just kind of take our foot off the pedal or the other team would just overpower us, right? But I don't think Murray State ever – they may have, they definitely tied in the second half. I don't think they ever took the lead. Actually, they may not have tied in the second half. I know they tied in the first half. But it was just another it, – it's just good to see something we aren't – used to with at basketball we've seen at basketball win just not having a we, low there's right. no there's we haven't no seen at basketball pause. play a complete game back to back and honestly at a neutral site i think that might be in the past especially in the kerns era think back to the, the sunbelt title game or the sunbelt championship run whatever we played six guys that's it yeah yeah because there were only six guys that were going to play well now we've gotten to a point where I think, especially in this move where Spillers is, is starting and CJ's coming off the bench and, and Mantis too, mm-hmm. we have a legitimate second unit, yep. which is something that we're not accustomed to. Normally when the bench comes in, it's like, oh my God, like, it's how, how soon can you get Donnie back? Right. Like, <laughs> come on, Justin Forrest. Like, <laughs> you're like fanning him off. Like, come on, get back in there, buddy. Come on, Ron Chachabaz. Like, come on. Yeah, that's uh, very true. You know, now we have a second unit that you don't necessarily need to worry about. You got all those guys that you're used to seeing. You know, Miles Tate now scoring big numbers on mm-hmm. the bench. Like, you know, you feel good. Um, what are you giving a stank face at? So, uh, on the box score, it, it tells us the uh, called attendance. Uh, oh, no. Which, if you know anything about how teams call attendance, whatever, it's not like how many people were actually there. Right. Normally, what it is is the amount of tickets you've sold plus like whatever students show up is is normally what oh, attendance this is. This is about to be crazy. So this is about to be Georgia for, State football level. For reference... First App State home game against Oakland City. It's the only home game we've played thus far in the home center. Yes. The attendance was called at 2010. Mm. Great year. For, Great year. <laughs> for the our, our game against Murray State at the Fort Myers tip-off event. which Palm is the Division. Official, official name. Fort Myers tip-off event. Event, event. Um, <laughs> like your pin number. The called attendance was 310. Get, that's... Still not accurate, which means that it, in the building, actually, there were probably about 100 people. What the fuck? That's still not accurate. <laughs> there was no one. Jesus. <laughs> I saw that number. I was like, that is the worst. Called. Dude. That's the worst attendance number I've ever seen for a men's basketball game ever. Yeah. I will say, of all of the... Uh, like uh, mid-season tournaments that we've played in. We haven't played in a bunch, but we've played in several. Let's look. Let, this. We played in the San Juan shootout, which is not in San Juan. Uh, we played in the Boone tournament. What was last year's? Good? Oh, the Boone Invitational, whatever. Uh, um, the Jerry Colangelo Classic. What was year. the tournament we played? Vermont. Oh. We had the gray uniforms that may or may not exist. Tw- was that 21, 22, or 2021? Delph was there. It was Delph, Delph last was season. There. Gulf Coast Showcase. Yes. Gulf Coast. We played, Traditionally. We, we played Delaware, Akron, and Vermont. Right. The only win in that stretch was Akron. Traditionally, not only do we just not play well, but we kind of get stomped. Like, it just doesn't go very well, right? Yeah. Not only did we play well, very well, and we won. We won the tournament. I, I was very proud of my Pat Bev tweet on the Golden Cow. <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Shout out to the broadcast, all right? Oh. The broadcast was free. 
It was on. Which I think is, they played at like a junior college or something because it was on their website. It was free. The best part, no commentators. With no on, commentators. Honestly, that is that is uh, uh, me and you didn't capitalize on that enough. We needed to have gone back in our bag. We should have. We should have commentated. Days. That, me and Will before we did the Golden Podcast um, would just put an App State basketball game on, and because we didn't think the commentators for App State basketball games were very good. Uh, commentated the games ourselves and invited people to watch along, and we had a timestamp at the bottom so you could right. sync up. Right, and then in the stream title, us. I would say this is a video game, so we couldn't get DMCA. And we had like every fifteen minutes or so, we'd pick a controller. Yeah, up, like, and we'd say this is a video game. So you know, I mean, I don't know how we would have gotten in trouble. We weren't playing game audio or anything. Yeah, we weren't even watching a game. We were playing a video game. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. But broadcast was free. No commentators, because whatever commentator you're going to bring in for the Fort Myers tip-off event, event, Palm Division. A, is not going to be very good, and just, B, know nothing about App State basketball. Right. This was just arena audio. You could hear the PA announcer. You could hear the music. You got to watch the dumb little games they play during the breaks. Which, honestly... It was for, great. Uh, it was great. They shout had, out to the Fort Myers tip-off event for even trying to do that. Yeah. Most of these tournaments would not do halftime contests. Right. For the 310, I mean, 90 people in attendance. Yeah. yeah the uh, last tournament we were in, we had to like watch on Flow Hoops or some shit. Flow this Sports, one, this had sucks. I think this had like three cameras. It had the full court camera. And it had one that was in kind of in either corner to zoom yep. in for like free throws. Right. I think that I may have even seen a shot of a camera on the hoop for a free throw. Which it's pretty advanced. That's that's amazing for one yeah. of these. It's that better is, than, that's what we want. Have you ever watched a flow sports game like that? No. It, flow sports' worst quality is um they'll do AI cameras. Where oh. it's one camera point in like the center of the upper section that just kind of follows the ball. And I've that's seen that. it. It's awful yeah. to try to watch. Yeah. So shout out to uh, to whatever whatever school well, so was hosting. I'm on the app anything. website, and I'll show it to you. Now. Okay. Uh, He's turning the can the, the slot, screen here, boys. In the slot where it normally says like what what it was played on, it has this weird pirate. Yeah, logo. that's the website it was yeah, on. So I'm, I'm guessing it's a juke. Cl- can you click on that? No. No, it's just a logo. Uh. Stop. I can't read anything. He just keeps clicking. <laughs> well, it's not that important, but if you go to App's Twitter, the link tree has a link to it. Yeah. Um, anyways, that should... It, or if it, you just want to see the pirate logo, go to our website. If you're, if you're playing in kind of a low-stakes tournament like this, I think that's the premier broadcast. Just arena audio, uh, no fluff, not trying to make it more than it needs to be. Just arena audio just enjoy right so shout out to the pirates of florida it, Where, FS, wherever you may be fsw is there maybe florida state. florida southwest duh or florida state wesleyan is what i was going for she's snoring yo she's having an intense dream her paws were like flopping right there oh corn dog going crazy she big dreaming Hello. bro you just doxed her Fine, Doc. Yo, she's, she's a beautiful creature. This is like when you dox drunk Yosef. <laughs> I'm very happy to be dog sitting this weekend. I'm, I'm, I am like the world's greatest dog uncle. Oh, yeah, me too. I, I, we just have it's fun. like the damn pet motel with uh, Emma Roberts and uh, what's that kid? The Nickelodeon movie. I have no idea what you're talking about. Dog hotel, pet hotel. No. 
They have like an abandoned mansion. I think the do the dogs oh, talk? Maybe I know this one. No, I think the dogs I think, talk. I think my sister has watched what you're describing. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, they can get like haircuts and stuff. No, there will no there won't be haircuts. But I might put some bows in her hair later. I don't know. <laughs> hey, there's a lot to celebrate. We gotta be she, on our she's best. She's a behavior. cute little princess. I gotta yeah. you know, make sure she feels that way. Is there anything else we want to say? It's probably been a long episode, but there's a lot of celebrating. We a lot of good stuff. We're in a good yeah, mood. We're in a great mood. Hey, uh, what are you thankful for? Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Parker, what are you thankful for, buddy? Let me give you an app state what I'm I'm checking a fresco if I didn't say that. I think I said that. Because I didn't. Yo, he said too many frescas. Doesn't know how many he's had anymore. I got a piss. All right, go ahead. Um, no, you go first. You, you go first. What the hell? I just asked you. Okay, what am I thankful for this, this season? Fucker. Um... I'm, I'm, you know, we, it's kind of been the theme of this episode, but I'm very thankful that um, our football program and our men's basketball programs both feel like they're yeah, growing in a positive direction, which mm-hmm. is something that uh, we're in the boat. I don't think it has we've been able to say it that often throughout, you know, kind of our tenure as App State yeah. talking heads, whatever. That's a good point because there's not too much overlap in the seasons, and traditionally we don't do that great in non-conference. Right, play. right. Like That's a good no- point. normally, it's like non-conference basketball is just like <sighs> we go like five and six or some shit. Right, and then it clicks kind of down the stretch and some they'll play whatever. It feels like we're clicking now, which is we're way ahead of schedule than normal going into games against, you know, we got Austin P and ETSU this week before our Auburn game, mm-hmm. which is going to be so absolutely out. huge. Sold, sold out. out, officially sold out now. I I can't wait. Like I'm I yeah. that it's like the first time in a long time that I've got an App State game that I know I'm going to months in advance that i wake up in the morning and i'm giddy about still yeah like and i'm I'm getting to sit with drunk yosef and dusty corns who, you know be in sherry's premium box two of my basketball of brothers two of the people that like suffered through oh yeah the fox era with us <laughs> when we say that there were four people in the student section it was me you and drunk yosef and cam was sitting somewhere behind us in the rafters. yes um and that's just gonna be a special thing to see to go from that era where there's like a hundred people in the stands to you know a full eight thousand sellout. That, that that that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that we're gonna have a sellout basketball game at home. That's huge. That's huge. and full of black and gold too. Yeah, it's not like you know last time it was really packed up was Steph Curry Davidson. And I'm sure Davidson brought a bunch of people. Whatever. Like this is an app state crowd. Right. We are going to show Auburn a hostile environment. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. And uh, I, I tweeted this. Sorry, TK, if I'm repeating. They have to have the unicycle show. If we don't have they that have Hickory to. unicycle show, which is... It's the best halftime show at basketball has ever prepared. It's the best halftime show I've ever seen. It's just... Period. If y'all haven't seen it, it's just these elementary Minus, age kids of various ages on various heights of unicycles... In a very well-coordinated routine. Yeah. They're, it like, is, weaving. They're going over ramps. Right. They're doing tricks. It's awesome. They're, like, lock, like they'll be on, like, 12-foot-tall oh, 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 cycles. Oh, and they'll shit. lock hands. And they'll do, like, little yes. do like, do like a windmill-type shit, man. Right. Like, Red Rover. Right. It's oh like they're God. square dancing on cycles. Yes. And it's so, it's so fun. These kids love it. The parents are there. They love it. Every fan Everyone is in the on the crowd feet. is going crazy. It's one of the only halftime acts that like I will purposely make sure I am there and engaged. <laughs> I'm not I'm going to the bathroom before. 
I will miss part of the game for sure for this. Yeah, I don't care about Red Panda. Nah. Um, I, Red Panda washed. I do care about the Frisbee dogs, but I think the Unicycle Kids are better. Frisbee dog washed. Uh, <laughs> whatever hula hooping thing you saw at the Hornets game. God damn, that was ass. <laughs> it was just two men jumping through hoops. The that was it. The Zooper Stars. You can Google them. <laughs> they suck. Ass washed. Uh. And, and all of these are expensive, too. I imagine the Hickory Unicycle kids do this shit for free. For sure, it's, it's probably illegal to pay them. Right. <laughs> Maybe right. we'll make, like, a school supply donation. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's the uh, the case. The game is sponsored by Pepsi. Oh, free Pepsi, for sure. Um, And the theme is Pack Holmes. I mean, what what more do you need? That's what a, better theme? That's a little bit. All right, marketing department. Come on. Hey, can, huge pride in App State. We didn't want to do like Black Sunday or like. We need to start making that more of a thing. Huge pride in F State. <laughs> Huge pride. Yo, F-State. Michelle, Studio Crawfish. You could probably do this without getting copyrighted because there ain't right. no copyright on it. Right. Well, App State. Nah, you'll figure it out. Just, just email me the link. I'll buy it. Make a shirt that says Huge Pride in App State. <laughs> Honestly, if you just made a shirt that said Huge Pride, I'd probably buy it. Huge too. Pride? Yeah. We're allies. Huge Pride, period. Studio crawfish. <laughs> Come on down to buy you. Uh, uh, what I'm thankful for, yeah. same as you, I'm thankful that uh, Sean Clark seems to have turned it around. Mm-hmm. You guys may not believe me, but I think people that like actually listen to what I'm saying know that I'm a Sean Clark supporter. I want, I've always wanted him to do well. I right. just think he's been doing poorly. Unless you're delusional, you would think that Will's yeah. always been about yeah. this. Yeah, I'm going to put that out there. He may be the first near Twitter person I block. I must have I must have stolen money from this dude. Oh, you're talking about oh, delusional. I was just saying unless you were like a kooky. But I'm talking about delusional, person. delusional, app app delusional, whatever. If you, if you don't know, uh, Will has been in an ongoing Twitter war this entire season, really. With an I don't know if it's called, a war. I don't engage often. No, you don't engage often, but the guy finds you. Um, I literally must have like kissed his girlfriend or something and and, like my favorite part about it is is uh at one point like you invited him to listen to the podcast or whatever to understand i did yes and he listened to it and like was like can't make it through it whatever you definitely said you hate clark whatever and i responded (laughs) because you know i was the editor of the show that's my boy you know, I'm, I'm a fireback, whatever, about my podcast, whatever. My I was podcast. like, I was like, please point me to in this episode where he does this. And he was like, it's this segment right here, which didn't have it in there. And then he also included, like, you're not the bad one, though. I was like, wow. <laughs> which I thought was bullshit, all right? Parker's nope. just as bad as I am. If not worse. Yeah. But yeah, he, he may catch the first block. I, I can show you my block list. I think I have, like, spam bots blocked. And then one person, I forget what their username was, but they were an app fan, but then they just went super racist for a while, so I blocked them too. Delusional is about to be be on that train. I'm just putting that out there, <laughs> right? And I'm going to publicly announce when he gets blocked just, so he can't use it against me. Why don't you just mute him? I have him muted. Oh. He's been muted for a month. Oh. <laughs> yes. That stupid fucker. He fucking, he tweets at me. He tweets at me during the JMU game when Joey Balls throws the safety, which we still need explanation. I know we won. We, we got to know what's going on, right? I said, Joey Aguilar, you are shacked in a fool. And he said something like, you only tweet 
when we're doing bad. You never say anything when we're good. I said, you stupid ass. I quoted. I said, stupid <laughs> he ass. He started the tweet with stupid ass. Two games ago, I was at Kid Brewer Stadium with no reception. One game ago, I'm meeting my infant child at the hospital. Child. Niece. Then, yeah, hold on. Freudian slip here. Freudian slip. Yeah. No, that's the eight-year-old editor. My child. <laughs> I'm meeting my niece. Hey, if you do if have a kid, can we get them? If there's no better excuse than meeting my niece and actually being at the game, I don't know what to do for And you. let the record show if you don't hear from us this weekend. It's because We're we'll at be the at game. the game. Yes, and you, we will not have service. Um, oh, so yeah. Delusional. But Riv- Riverstack Roof. Minnesota. What is it? Do we know what his at his like username is? Uh, let me. Either way, he's a. I'm not gonna stop. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Come on. Double down. Triple down. I'm thankful for Sean Clark ter- appearing <laughs> to have turned the thing around. I wanna. I wanna go all the way. Hey, our prediction was eight and four. That was the preseason review. Eight and four was the goal, and we are one game away from achieving it. His at is it's at app fanatic four. Yeah, app fanatic. Come through to the tailgate. Go App State. Keep pounding. Officials fan account of Sean Clark. Head ball coach at App State. Twitter fight record 1-0. and Wow. You know why he added that? Because it's Because of me. Because of me. Yeah. Delusional App State. Come through to the tailgate. We're going to be a top-level Rivers deck. I'm not going to hit you or anything. I'm going to just tell you you a hoe. So come through. Do you think he'll be at the game? I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. It's worth a shot. He hides behind a keyboard. Yo, Chip uh, Buckwell, where's my backup? <laughs> Chip, this man hides behind a keyboard every day. So actually, I think that's a great that's a great thing. I think, I'm thankful for Sean Clark and at basketball and my niece. Um, Go ahead. Delusional App State, Chip Buckwell. If either of y'all are listening, please tailgate with us this weekend. Chip, I like actually want to kick it with you. I, I, Chip Buckwell, I, the, that's that one's actually legitimate. Right. Like, I, I think Chip will be fun. Delusional. I say we put 10 minutes on the timer, and we just hash because, this shit out. Well, because here, here's my thing. Chip Buckwell is someone who I think we we know and understand. If you, and if you don't know this, Chip Buckwell and Drunk Yosef had had, have had a, a Twitter beef. Years-long beef. Years-long Twitter beef. Um, I, Chip Buckwell is someone who loves App State. Yeah. And I know that, and I don't question that. And every time he— Huge pride. Huge in pride in App State. Every time he claps back at someone, it's I feel like because of his love for App State, whatever. For better or for worse. Yes. Delusional is delusional. I think it is he just fucking hates you. He does. There's I don't know if he, it's purely off of like online shit, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I'm it, not even a celebrity. I'm a dude. So this is an open invitation, delusional. Pull up to the tailgate. Prove that you're not someone that Coneboy has wronged in the past. Right. Pull up, show me your Twitter, show me it's your account. We'll put 10, 10 minutes on the timer, and we'll have a moderator, right? We'll go back and forth I, like a debate. And if you don't, I, I'll volunteer to, to not be the moderator. If you want me to moderate, I will. If you don't, if we can sub <laughs> Drunk Yosef in. Oh, God. Uh, Drunk Yosef would actually be more critical of me in that he debate. Would. He probably would. <laughs> He'd be like, um, oh, very good point, delusional. No, we can record this. We can... Yeah, you know, if you want to have an on-air debate with Comboy, yeah. like, come on, come on the show. This is your open invite. Yeah, but for real, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna probably just block him in a little bit. I'll give him through the end of the year, perhaps a New Year's resolution. He'll turn it around, and you know what we're saying? He after could be a she. He's got, he's got they, after the, they, could, they. We don't know. We they, don't know. That's right. They have until after the bowl game. They gotta right. clean their act up. <laughs> Sounds like. A, like we have your child. You have until this day. <laughs> if you don't stop doing drugs, 
by January the 1st, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah, so come through River's Deck uh, this sat- Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Uh, we will have... Uh, you seem like a debate lord, Ben Shapiro type. Come through. We'll hash it out. And then uh, maybe we'll, we'll be friends. We probably won't be friends, but maybe yeah. we'll be neutral. Bring that- maybe I'll unmute you. Pull Ben Shapiro. Go to Home Depot. Buy a 2 by 4 and then put it in a bag. Put it in a bag, and then come talk to Tony. You can break boy. that two by four over my head. <laughs> if I lose the debate, right? If I lose the debate, loser gets uh, a two by four smashed over their head. By drunk Yosef. Oh, I wanted to do it. Mm-mm. Neutral third party. Oh, yeah. Maybe my hey, maybe my wife will be the moderator. That that would be. She would actually be neutral. She'd be on on delusional side. <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably say something like. Wait, he's delusional, Alfan? Oh, I she, thought you were delusional. Yeah. She'd probably just be more confused. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm thankful for we all that. We need someone that understands the lore. Yeah. And it runs deep. Maybe, uh... There's a couple candidates in my head. Th- I mean, this moderate. isn't going to happen, so it doesn't matter. No, I think... But, I you think, know, we got to have a plan. We got to have a plan. We got to have a plan. Maybe Drunk Yosef's brother. Drunk Yosef Jr. Because he don't know any of this shit. He he thinks all of this shit is dumb. Yeah. That's, so maybe he can be a moderator. That would be a good one. <laughs> uh, homie Travis will be with us. He actually is probably. Travis would be a good neutral because he actually. He, he knows nothing. He has even zero. dumber. He like, has. I don't think he thinks it's dumb. He just has zero understanding. He just doesn't know anything about Twitter. Exactly. About what we're he doing He enjoys here. the chi- like hearing about it from us, yes. but actually knows nothing about it. Yeah. Very ca- like, he's a he's a huge pride in Huge pride. Huge pride in State, but doesn't follow the day-to-days, the yeah. Twitter interactions like us. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if y'all, I mean, shoot, if y'all want to come by, say hi. We'll be at River Street Deck. Come through. Yep, it'll be us. Drunk Yosef will be there. Probably be playing like beer pong or something. Um, so come through. You'll see App Fanatic. See Drunk Yosef. See the the host of the Gold Room Podcast. Your favorite App State Twitter personality is in one place. We want to see. Only. Yeah, for real. We want to see all of our loyal gold heads on Saturday. Yes. And at some point, we need to get and a card. I just want to stress on top of the Rivers deck, Uh-oh. not the Legends lot. Yeah. We ain't no. going to be over there. No, no. No, Rivers Deck is where it's at. It it actually is like uh, Rivers Deck. I think is peak vibes of, of all the places. I think over the years we've stopped by tailgates or whatever. As much as I loved being a student and like winning the lottery in those spots in Peacock, yeah. the vibes on the top floor of the Rivers Deck are pretty immaculate. nice. Pretty nice. I will say I've heard very good things about Riley's tailgate. I've Legends. heard things about good things about Riley's Legends tailgate. The stump game does seem fun. Mm-hmm. If you pull the stump game up to the top of the Rivers Deck, I would love to play it. Come through. Um, I'll play with that fanatic. The other one, the other bucket list tailgate that I want to do someday is library deck. Oh, that's a very tight knit community. And yeah, that's deck. like it's a very cool a private society. No. And that's I, <laughs> honestly, that's cool to me that like that sub fan genre, you yeah. know, you're, you're all app state fans, but you're also, it's defined by your app, tailgate. Right. And, like that's yeah. cool. Like they've almost unionized your tribe. Right. Uh, uh, unionized <laughs> yeah like they're playing like app state survivor yeah <laughs> the library the library deck tribe uh predictions for final score on saturday um i don't know 900 million to zero i hope app state by a million i do i will say this does scare me because it feels a little bit like 
2018. Mm-hmm. It feels like 2019. It feels like last year. But it's a little different, though, because in neither of those years did that loss, did we feel like we won't make the Sunbelt Championship. Right, which this does is scare like, me because, like, this is different than them knocking us out of New Year's Six contention or knocking us out of, you know, first being ranked like 2018 was. This feels like they can knock us out of the Sunbelt title, which yeah. is bigger. I feel like a bigger deal for them in that locker room. Definitely. Southern doesn't really have a lot to play for. They got their They're bowl, six but and they five. can't play for the title. They're bowl eligible. They have no path to the title anymore. Yeah. I do feel scared, though. I would agree. But I think this, I mean, our team's got to know that. Yes, our team has to know that. And this is the game that will cement the Sean Clark comeback. Yes. If you can yes. come out and just smack Southern in the mouth. Yeah. That's Bombs it. over Baghdad, that's baby. It. That's it. You're that's it. We're 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 clean from here on out. If yeah. we can if we can smack Southern here, I do not care what happens to the bowl game. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. I think um I would love a blowout, like a forty five seventeen situation. More realistically, it is a rivalry game. I expect it to be close. Um I'm still trying to be realistic as well as we've been playing we are still the same team the same roster that we were at the start of the year where we had our struggles so it's always possible those same gremlins come back i'm gonna say realistically i'm gonna put it closer to like a i'm gonna say 28 17 app state i think that's good i'll i'll expand the margin there i'll go 34 17 mm, i like that i like that better <laughs> I changed my answer. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts before we wrap this episode up? I'm excited, man. I'm proud of our, our staff. I'm, I'm proud of our players for turning this thing around. Very proud to be an American right now. Um, at basketball looking great. At football playing. The best has looked in perhaps two years. Um, just good vibes, man. I'm so glad we beat JMU. I knew we were going to beat JMU. And uh, I'm glad we're here, baby. Enjoy your Thanksgiving and gobble, gobble.